Let's go. Let's jump into this. I got an email last night from a lady, mm-hmm. and I, I'll be honest. I get a lot of stuff that oh, comes yeah, me at too. me, yeah. and and th- this one kind of jumped out at me. She she made it. And let me tell you what she did to get me. She actually wrote. A, she didn't just send everything. She wrote a quick little paragraph giving me the the bullet points of what happened. Yes. And I was like, okay, thank you. It took a minute to read that, piqued my interest. Let's go to the rest of it. That's the best strategy if you're trying to get a journalist. Don't just send me a YouTube link. Don't just send me 15 pages of court documents. You know, tell me what it's about. And that's what she did because I, I got an email like that too, and she yep. did a good job making that clear. She did. I want to thank Miss Jana for that. Um, so let's see here. I'm just going to read the press release. Okay. Kind of bring everybody up to speed. Uh, Mississippi, Parole Bo- Mississippi Parole Board sends notification of murder's release to family of murder victim. Uh, in 2001, James Williams III killed his father, James Williams Jr., and his stepmother, Cindy Lassiter Mangum Williams. Their bodies were found a week later near Shallow Park in Brandon. In 2005, James Williams III was convicted of both murders and was sentenced to two consecutive life sentences with no possibility of parole. However, on April 22, 2021, the U.S. Supreme Court passed a ruling that people under the age of 18 would not be allowed a life sentence without the possibility of parole. With this Supreme Court decision, the families are now required, and talk about punishment, yeah. the families are now required to go to the parole board every year to keep a convicted murderer in prison. In the subsequent years, the family and mother's friends have voiced disagreement with James Williams' third release, either by letters or in person in front of the parole board. During these face-to-face meetings, the family members were promised Williams would never be paroled. On April 15, 2023, Mrs. Williams' sister, Brenda Rankin, received a letter from the parole board stating that James Williams III will be released for parole around May 16, 2023. Mrs. Williams' family did not receive notification of a hearing for the parole, for the parole hearing. Therefore, no family members appeared before the parole board to protest his release. Mrs. Williams' family vehemently disagrees with the murderer's release. James William III's motivation for killing his father and stepmother was for financial gain. He presumed by killing them he would inherit $850,000 in life insurance benefits and more. His first attempt to kill his father and stepmother was by poisoning them. When that did not work fast enough, he shot them. Then he put their bodies in a trash bag inside a Rubbermaid container and hid them in a wooded area near Shallow Park in Brandon, Mississippi. James Williams III is a cold-blooded killer that has never shown an ounce of remorse for the murderers or subsequent devastation that he created for their family, stated, uh, for my family, stated Zeno Mangum, son of Cindy Lassiter Mangum. We are concerned not only for our personal safety, but also for the safety of anyone who may come come in contact with this psychopath. Mangum continued, we don't have much more to go here. That's why I just want to read it all. Yeah. Mangum continued, I am, I am so upset by this whole situation. I mourn the loss of my mother and her husband. She was taken from me when I was only 20 years old. She was not here for my wedding or to have the opportunity to meet my children. They never had the chance to know what a wonderful person she was. Our family has suffered her loss for the past 20 years. Mangum said it, it is confusing why he or other family members were not notified of the parole hearing and why the state board that assured the family just a year ago that Williams III would never be released has reversed their decision. Having to go before the parole board every year to keep a person in prison that committed two horrific murderers and received two life sentences is cruel to the victim's family. There are no rights for victims or their families from the cold blood, from this cold-blooded killer. We're asking Mississippi, we're asking the Mississippi Parole Board 
and any public officials to help keep this murderer in prison where he belongs. If you have any questions, please contact Zeno Mangum. I'll get y'all that, that information. Um, you know what? Uh, Fred Shanks is my representative out there in the Shallow Park area. So I will be reaching out to Fred. I don't know if that makes a difference, but uh, we will definitely be. I will be in contact with my representative. Right. And, you know, I was going to say, I know there are a lot of politically connected people that listen to this show because y'all have told me. And here's the deal. This is shameful. Um, As a matter of fact, when I was writing for the Clarion Ledger, when I was at WLBT, every time I'd have a story where somebody who was let out on parole turned around and did the exact same thing, at the time there was someone on the parole board that would call me, and he never wanted to go on the record. He never wanted to be the one who said it out loud, but he'd be like, well, the thing is, he wasn't actually this, and he'd give all these apologetics for the parole board. But let me tell you something, parole board, and I have friends that are on it. I mean, I, I there are people I respect very much on the parole board, but... This is not a case where you didn't know what this guy was and where the family stood on it. If these families are going to have to tear up their own lives and go through incredible emotional trauma every year to come in and say, well, the guy who tried to poison my parents and then actually shot them and then put them in a Rubbermaid container is supposed to be out. And I just want to come back and say that I'm against it. And it's, you know, you have those records from years past. You have that on record so many times. There is no reason that they're not showing up because you didn't tell them should be the reason that now he's going to walk free because guess what? It's not just that one day he shot his parents in the heat of passion. He tried to poison them, and then he shot them over $850,000. And while maybe that sounds like a lot if you're under 18, we all as adults know that there is no amount of human life that's worth that. No, I didn't I didn't drastically change from 17 to 18 and learning what was wrong and what mm-hmm. was right. I didn't wake up one day at 18 and said, nope, now I know all right in the world. Right. You know, if I was a killer at 17, I would be a killer at 18. I don't know how old he was. It doesn't say in here how old he was right. when he committed these crimes. It don't matter. Well, and the thing is, too, yes, people have dramatic transformations in prison, and I will not argue that. But the fact is, if he gets to walk free after that, because say there's somebody that says, oh, he's a whole different man now. You know what? Everybody's going to pretend to be a whole different man in prison, and it happens regularly. That is why we hold them accountable for what they did in the moment they did it, not necessarily what they become in the meantime. This is evil incarnate. It is. When, when when you were that young and you think to poison somebody for insurance, then that ain't working. You say, like, this ain't going fast enough. Let me get the gat. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, the only thing that would have made this story any worse is if he had dismembered them to put them in the garbage can. Right. And we don't know if that and, happened or not. Yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, not sure if that happened or not. I mean, this is a sick, sick psychopath. Yeah. And you don't go to prison to get better in Mississippi, unfortunately. Right. And if, if Rehabilitation you want to if, if you want to ask if he's OK to be out, I want you to think about somebody who was deranged enough that they could put their parents, their dead parents that they killed themselves into a Rubbermaid container. I mean, it's just the the. The inhumanity of that. And then you send him to prison. And for the last several, however many years, he's been learning new tricks. And I'm not saying, like, I don't know him. I might sit down right now and have a conversation with him and think he's a great guy. But the fact is, again, it comes down to the parole board. People, you knew who he was. You had it on the record how the family felt. Do a little bit of diligence. And, I mean, y'all would tell me to do my research. You would say it's irresponsible for me if I write a story about this without knowing the facts. What are you doing when you turn somebody loose who's been up for parole every year? Meanwhile, I bet you all $300 in my wallet mm-hmm. that there's drug dealers sitting in prison right now. Oh, yeah. 
from much longer terms with no with no chance of parole. Right. You know, but this guy ki- legitimately kills two people. Right. I mean, in a very gruesome way. This wasn't no accident. This wasn't a drunk driving deal. This uh, it wasn't like he got mad because whatever yeah. and did it. In I the mean, this is heat of passion either. Capital murder. Right. I mean, this premeditated, premeditated, planned, yeah, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back. We'll do some more on this. If you want to chime in, 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, 879, I'm sorry, 769-241-1944. We'll get to some of your texts also on the other side of this break on the Clay Edwards Show with Therese April. Hey, guys. Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends at Lakeland Glass and Tent, where quality matters that's right right there on lakeland drive and on flowwood drive if you need your home car or business windows tinted give them a call 601-946-1000 they're using expel try out that ceramic tent man it's going to help keep the heat out it's worth the extra money Um, they're also of course you know they do auto glass if you need a windshield or any other glass in your vehicle replaced lakeland glass and tent it's in the name that's their Lakeland Drive location, the OG location right there in Rankin County in Flowood. You can't miss it if you're going uh, east on Lakeland. It's right there on the right, uh, right, uh, right, not too far after you cross over the bridge there. And did you know they also do vehicle wraps? So if you want to turn yep. your vehicle into a rolling billboard, Lakeland Glass and Tent is the place to do it. And they use Expel uh, vinyl, too, and that's top of the line. It don't get no better than that. And then they offer ceramic coating on top of that for an extra added layer of protection, right. which I highly recommend ceramic coating. I'm a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check them out, lakelandglassandtent.com or 601-946-1000. That's Lakeland Glass and Tent, where quality matters. Tris, yes, I've got a little more updates here on this post. Okay, These are from several state representatives. Good, good. Uh, the first one, Chris uh, Kaufman, says, "This is my this is my email to the parole board in regards of the release of James the Third, James Williams the Third. It is an absolute travesty, not just that he is getting released, but now the family the fam sorry, but how the family was notified and not given an opportunity to speak." at a parole hearing. Yeah. I have also contacted the Lieutenant Governor's office. Representative Price Wallace has contacted the House leadership and our friend Brad White has contacted the governor's office. My prayers are with my friend Zeno and his family. And here's from Price Wallace, who's a buddy of mine and state mm-hmm. representative down that way. I have spoken with Speaker Gunn and have also spoken with Governor Reeves about the situation of parole of the parole of James Williams, who was convicted of murder of his father and stepmother. It is a shame that the family was only contacted by a letter that apparently no one has seen. Hopefully the parole board will rescind the parole and Zeno Mangum and his family will have the same peace. 
I also know that Senator Kaufman, Mangum, sorry, Senator Kaufman has been in talks with his contacts on his side of the Capitol to try to get some of the same outcome for the family. This guy should never see the outside of a prison. So Chris, Chris Kaufman is, a, is on the Senate side. Price Wallace is on the House side. Yeah. And they are both working it as high as they can get. Uh, maybe we can raise a little hell, praise a little Dell, you know, get some normies involved here on the Clay Edwards show to call your state reps, call Price Wallace, call Chris Kaufman, call Fred Shanks. And I only mention Fred's name because the murders happened right there, right yeah. there, you know, in the middle of his district. So let them know. Well, we, we and, don't we don't want this guy back out on the streets. And let me ask this, too. And and. Again, this is not aimed at anyone in particular, but part of the reason that I've lost a lot of faith in politicians is because there are things that are very important. Um, Anthony Fox's situation to be one of them, where we have gone to every politician we know and they've all said, yeah, yeah, I'll look into it. I'll take care of it. I'll talk to so and so. We're going to do something. This is going to be my personal mission, you know, and, and frankly, I know y'all say that because that's your job is to get votes and whatever. But there are people out there that are actually hurting. And, and the help you can do yourself by actually stepping up to fix a problem rather than just telling everybody you're going to. I mean, it's it's exponential to the hurt that you're doing when you when you don't do what you say you're going to do. And I guess the thing is, I'm coming from a place of kind of humility here when I say, I kind of don't believe that politicians do the things that they tell us individually that they're going to do. And I, I need this to be different on these rights for the families of people who are brutally murdered. And then their murderers are put back out on the street because of some political reason. You know, if if they didn't get the letter, I mean, there should be checks and balances here. This, this shouldn't be a situation where now we're having to call politicians. The parole board should have done what they did. I mean, I mean, shouldn't have done what they did. The parole board should have have done better and in addition if we've got an antiquated system that is sending letters and not doing follow-up if it's not a certified letter you know i mean i I think that there's a lot of things in place here that are messing up but politicians as you talk about how you're going to talk to so and so and you're going to do this and that i'm asking you step up and please actually do it and i'm not saying that any of the ones mentioned would not i'm just saying please do Uh, you know how often do we hear about these people they get out and recommit crimes. Oh, it's all the time. You know, no, I mean, look, I am all for rehabilitation. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Not, not for murder. No. I'm just going to be honest. You know, if, if, if it's clear cut case of, of murder like this, mm-hmm. I mean, he was guilty. It ain't no DNA later to find out it wasn't him. This dude did it. Right. Rotten hell. You know, you, you can get, get your life right with God in, in jail, work all that out. When I say rotten hell, I'm just referring to jail. Stay in, sure, stay yeah. in jail. You know, get your life right, whatever. You can make amends in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. You do not deserve an opportunity to to get right out on this side of the walls. Right. And I think it was it was in Texas, and I don't know if it was the 70s, 80s, 90s, but my dad was a prosecutor, and I remember him talking about this. There was a woman named Carla Faye Tucker, and she had been involved in a murder, and I don't know the details of the case. But it came down to she had a, a – huge transformation in prison. You know, she became a Christian. She started to preach to the other, you know, um, prisoners. Like she, by all accounts, was not faking. She had had a miraculous transformation. But when the time came, the governor still had to decide to execute her. Um, You know, whenever everybody's begging at the last minute, please don't. She's a different person now. 
he had to decide, no, she still needs to be executed. And it's not because she's not a good person now. The fact is, these are the laws of our land. And if I make an exception for her miraculous transformation, how many others are we going to have to do this for? Because we have now set a precedent. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I mean, I realize there's arguments against, against that if you want to argue against it. There's arguments for it. But if you want to go on logic and rationality, it was probably in some opinions, including mine, the right choice because, you know, that's the situation. She's dying for what she did, right? not for who she's become. Right, exactly. And yeah. unfortunately, there are mistakes that you make that, that set your life on a path forever. Yeah, I, exactly. And I look, at least she knows, you know, if she's right with God, mm-hmm. she got a VIP pass to heaven. Yep. You know, if she's not, she didn't. You know, you, you, you can't set the president of, well, if you kill people, we we'll give you the death penalty. As long as you get in jail and that right, you know, we'll, we'll change that. Right. Yeah, I, I'm a supporter of the death penalty if all the evidence and you've exhausted. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of the appeals process. I don't think there should be some fast track to it. Sure. You know, as long as the appeals have run out and the legal system ran its course, whatever. But you still got that, you still got that death penalty waiting on you. Yeah. Once, you know, some things are just too egregious. Families need their uh, their closure right and to kind of bring it back home to this situation i mean this guy there's no reason he yeah. should be paroled yeah you know to the one you were just talking about the other one in texas there the call array mm-hmm. you you make an example out of her yeah unfortunately you, you know yeah. and, and you show people like it doesn't we don't play here mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how good of a citizen you become afterwards you you you, you f around you mm-hmm. find out Mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah, and, and I mean, I think the thing is, when I said that about you make decisions that set your life, I mean, that's everything from, like, having a child mm-hmm. to starting a business to, you Dropping know. Dropping out of school. Yeah, whatever. and I'm I'm not judging the fact that this happens. I know people who have killed people, and, you know, I we're all sinners in our own right. But the fact is, when Jesus said, render unto Caesar, he was talking about the fact that God set up a government for a reason, mm-hmm. and, and we're to follow those rules Although, I mean, you know, of course, that leads to a whole nother philosophical discussion that we can skip. But the the fact is, this guy, he killed his parents in cold blood and put their bodies in a Rubbermaid container. And nobody told his family he's up for parole after he's been up for parole a hundred times. And they didn't show up and the parole board set him free. Can we trust our parole board if they're just going to set people free just because the family doesn't know about the hearing? And the parole board, these people are appointed these positions by the governor, correct? I think mm, that's how that works. I'm not sure how that works, but I think it is. Yep. Yeah. So Tate Reeves, we're looking at you. Where's that? Where's our Anthony Fox pardon? And why are killers being put out back out on the street? Right. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.